Hey, welcome to the Movie Brats podcast on this fine Saturday. We have with ourselves an Alan. Hi, Nikhil. Gautam. Hi, Nikhil. Ahash. Hi, Nikhil. As Judy Garland said in The Wizard of Oz, there's no place like home. Home is a place that gives you a warm, comforting feeling and makes you feel that the world is all right. But hum yahan hain, we are so far away from home. So sometimes things can get a bit depressing. Life can put you down, times can be bad. So in that situation, mein, we are going to talk about some films that make us feel like home and give us that warm, comforting feeling. Yay! And, <laughs> and give us a way to fight through difficult situations. So first of all, Alan, which films do you cure depression? Well, um, a film that feels like home, well, let's be real, it's a childhood film for people of our age. So, you know, a, a film that really strikes me as something that evokes, you know, the memories of childhood, the playfulness and innocence of childhood combined with the vibrant and lunacy-raged imagination. Um, a, a film of that kind would pure, totally be A Town Called Panic. It's a French animated film, uh, Panic au Village. And it's like every one of those, uh, it's warm, it's cu- it's just cute and cuddly. Like it's one of the those cozy feelings that you would associate with, you know, nostalgia of childhood and and the home, you know. Anyone on this table seen that film? Uh, Alan Gallava, uh, no. Yeah. no, no. See, so I, I recommend only Kino. Okay, that heard it from uh, me. <laughs> okay, that goes on my watch list. That goes on all of our watch list. Yeah, I think absolutely. So, what is what is the name again? A town called Panic. Panic or Village. What kind of animation is it? It's what? Well, it's kind of you know 3D. Now, I, I of course I'm talking to the design and animation club coordinator here. So now I'm probably uh, now I won't use anything technical or something. But it did look it did look like you know kind of like Lego bricks. But in a more clay universe, stop motion or something. Yeah, yeah, it was stop okay. motion. Okay, so a town called Plan- Panic, Panic, a French film. Yeah. Uh, and Harsh, तुम क्या करोगे? तुम्हें तो खुद depressed हो. कैसे अपने depression cure करोगे? Depression cure. तो सबसे पहले एक movie के बारे में बात करना चाहता हूँ मैं Love Actually. So it is directed by Richard Curtis. So Love Actually is one of the best Christmas movies ever and I don't know why but it faces a lot of criticism uh from me yeah <laughs> from you actually and you're depressed about that yeah actually <laughs> I I mean I know the criticism yeah, is justified uh, but yeah people have taken it to a very uh, I mean large extent and I can't bear it actually so yeah let's talk about that movie So first of all the movie is about valuing people in your life. I mean it's a Christmas movie what do you expect from it? And when you see the movie it feels like it has been reverse engineered to uh, suit all your needs uh, all your needs I mean all your, all needs. your, all your needs. needs I okay. mean like okay. uh, <laughs> now it's on my watch list. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, the point is uh, whatever romantic uh, cliche you can think of of uh, like uh, that airport scene or lover cheats or like um in office relationships i mean mm-hmm. everything they have tried to uh, get in that movie who's in that mm-hmm. film oh everyone. it has a every <laughs> yeah what <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i will get into that point wait uh, uh, so wait 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 just a minute 
so uh, and the movie has like a intra- uh, intersecting storylines of various characters hmm. for uh, something like you can what you see in pulp fiction sort of that thing um yeah exactly comparing oh. actually with pulp fiction you yeah, are yeah the storylines are intersecting i mean uh, that is a comparison yeah uh, but uh, because of this interacting storylines uh, all the character ge- uh, characters get a very uh, less amount of screen time and due to that uh, the characters are sh- um, slight uh, shallow you can say who are the actors yeah there yeah. is liam neeson liam neeson emma uh, thompson kieran knightley kieran knightley and alan uh, rickman yeah martin freeman take two what colin firth martin freeman again there is everyone in that movie yeah seriously yeah yes this that is one of those films jo aati hai har thoda saal mein ki there are lot of love stories aren't this on a, a theme festival there is love actually for christmas there valentines day for valentines day hmm. and each in every few years this kind of a film comes matlab ye koi cinematic masterpiece banane ke liye film nahi hai basically it is a film for the masses and kaise achieve kar sakte ho bahut hi acha cast sabko khush kare aise themes तो बेसिकली ये वही है एंड पर्पस फुलफिल करती है अपना ये फिल्म ओके आई डोंट एग्री विथ यू ऑन दैट बट आई विल रिस्पेक्ट दैट ओपिनियन ना आई वांट टू हियर योर ओपिनियन एक्चुअली आई डू नॉट वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट वॉर्म एंड कंफर्टिंग थिंग्स एंड लव एक्चुअली के बारे में हम बात करेंगे तो दिस पॉडकास्ट वोंट रिमेन वॉर्म एंड कंफर्टिंग सो लेट्स नॉट टॉक अबाउट दैट बट आई आई डू योर ओपिनियन व्हाट द हैव यू वाचड लव एक्चुअली नो आई फर्स्ट थॉट इट माइट बी एडम सैंडलर मूवी नो 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 some adam sandler movies are better than this but it is warm and comfortable yes adam sandler actually yeah especially yeah. so uh, speaking of adams just because we are on adam sandler i'd recommend uncut gems to everyone it's a yeah, it's true masterpiece but of 2019 it is just the opposite of warm and comforting it will give you an anxiety attack <laughs> well, so think about it love actually no uncut gems uncut gems yeah okay so uh, for uh, good laughs i'd also recommend watching the honest trailer for love actually it's really funny and it's dumb quite dumb uh this film uh, is has all the romantic cliches including hugh grant <laughs> <laughs> okay so now let's talk about my film so lady bird is a film directed and written by greta gerwig mm. about a young girl growing up uh in her final year of school in 2001 so why does this film feel so home like to me because it is about a complexity of a mother daughter relationship so all the good all the bad in the relationship and as a person who grew up in a house full of women my grandmother my mother and my sister i have seen these kind of relationships play out there is a scene in the film where they are arguing over uh go, her going to spend thanks thanksgiving with someone else and uh, they are buying dresses in a thrift store and if you see that scene did danny say whether his grandmother has a formal thanksgiving i don't know there are a lot of kids but she lives in the fab 40s oh well your dad and i went to a dinner party once in that neighborhood the ceo of isc that was pretty formal You're not going to a funeral. Well, I don't know. What says rich people Thanksgiving? I just think it's such a shame that you're spending your last Thanksgiving with a family you've never met instead of us. But I don't know. I guess you want it that way. Are you tired? No. Hey, Marion. Hey, Joyce. Hey, how's the baby? He's crying. No, I want to see a picture at checkout. Okay. Okay. So if you're tired, we can sit down. I'm not tired. Oh, okay. I just couldn't tell because you were dragging your feet. 
Well, I just couldn't tell. Why didn't you just say pick up your feet? I didn't know if you were tired. You were being passive aggressive. No, I wasn't. You are so infuriated. Please stop yelling. I'm not yelling. Oh, it's Honey, perfect. I love it. You will realize that they stopped mid-argument uh, for when they find a good dress and they uh, stand in the awe of it. From one moment fighting to another moment just being together and uh, finding a dress. This is something that I have seen multiple amount, multiple times. And this film, that's why it feels to me like home because it reminds me of my mother, it reminds me of my sister. Whenever I miss them, I see this film. Hmm. And... Uh, so this is the, my pick well i never had sisters so hmm. yeah um, if you have had a uh, woman in your life as your mother and sister or for a daughter if you are a daughter you will see uh, hints of your mother in lori metcalf's character if you are a mother you'll see hints of your daughter in uh, the character played by sharsha ronan if you are not either of those and are a man you will still see the similarities between your mother and sister's relationship in that film it will make you feel like home trust me wow so gotham what have you picked out for us today okay so in the f- in the beginning you were talking about the warm loving feeling you get when you hear the word home but that's just how you take it right that's just the feeling you get but when i heard this phrase the movie that makes you feel like home the first movie that came to my mind was uh, woman under the influence by john cassavetes yeah. and it's not warm and comforting e- but no, it's still it, it for me i feel comfortable so comfortable watching that film and the performances in the film and in my opinion it may be one of the best feministic statement in all of cinema Yeah John Cassavetes was truly a genius and th- this he film made women under the influence and three women as well i think he he was the guy who made three women he was the guy who made three women i'm not sure no. was he no uh, i as far as i know three women i'll just search you can talk about the film the okay okay so um john cassavetes also known as the father of indie cinema early indie cinema from hmm. america he always made films so intimate and so unprofessional like he always worked with people so close to him mostly his friends for example peter folk who acted in this film is his childhood best friend and the uh, ma- character of mabel who is played mm-hmm. by uh, i uh, don't remember her name right now oh she she was a great Gina Rollins Gina Rollins yeah yeah Gina she was she was she, great in this yeah, film she, It, it's probably one of my favorite fa- female performances of all time like seriously hmm. and uh, she is actually john cassavetes wife so all these people he had so intimate relationship wow, with oh i i didn't know that yeah 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 that's and is it in any way based on real um life or experiences no before making all of those films with jenna roland i think they were married okay yeah and so as as i was saying he was making movies in a very intimate close environment and yeah if you see that film you can oh, you can get i think you will get that feeling of home from it yeah because, because it, it just it, 
speaks to you know relationships i mean it's easy to have relationships when everything is fine and dandy but it it, it what really matters is the times when they get tested and woman under the influence is a film about you know home and family values and how we see each other under uh, you know times of distress and while watching it when uh, well when you observe the characters you can see that they like when you are at home you don't expect from any other people anything yeah really you are you have reached there you are, you are like okay you just bump right. women under the influence so, uh, from top 15 in my watching list to top 10 <laughs> put it in 3 bring it to 3 oh, because i think it's it's simply because marvelous. you said you like such feminist oriented films female yeah mm. female oriented films mm. this is one of the best that has ever been so yeah so do you like captain marvel <laughs> hmm? i appreciate captain marvel for what yeah. it is I've never really been into Marvel, you know, Marvel, DC, um, any of the. Marvel I know a lot of really people good. will hate me right now, uh, but you know, there are a few Marvel films. No, like lately that it has been like pleasing the audience and not more into films, good film making, good films. I mean, they they have done a couple of good films. For example, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. You should see that. It's uh, a uh, mm-hmm. 80s spy espionage film. made with superheroes mm. just that's what they did they took an Harrison Ford 80s spy espionage film huh. and mm. made it into a superhero film that's what that film is and okay. similar way guardians of the galaxy is very good and thor ragnarok is very good yeah thor huh. ragnarok those are but we'll do it separate podcast about marvel films i think where alan will not be here <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's uh, come to the next pick from alan well um as for the next pick i would like you know uh, rec- like what seems more uh, of resonating with the word home more than the old you know hindi films like uh, you know with amitabh bachchan and stuff where there's a patriarch or a matriarch and the story uh, how the fam- how a family evolves with time or an episode from a family you know so What I would do here is a film that really feels like an uh, feels like an old Bollywood film, but is not an old Bollywood film. It's a Japanese film, uh, Tokyo Story by Ozu. Mm. So like, I love Tokyo Story. Oh, yeah. well, mm, see, it really you know makes you. It's perfect for someone our age. um to watch with parents because it really makes you wonder there's this beatles song you know will you will you still leave me will you still when i'm 64 so you know it, it it's like like the film equivalent of that song so it really makes us wonder uh, how these relationships will evolve with time and what what will be will they even be here when i'm 64 Uh, he pointed out Ozu. Anyone who is into films should check out Ozu's okay. filmography. Yeah. yeah. Ozu. When people talk about Japan, people usually only talk about Kurosawa. But <laughs> I think Ozu. I find Ozu better. Okay, equivalent to Kurosawa. I love Ozu more than Kurosawa, really. But no, no offense to Kurosawa. I mean, Kurosawa. I have not seen any Ozu as of now. Mm-hmm. But you guys are sleeping on. Kurosawa, like Kurosawa has some great films. Uh, oh, I have seen a lot of a couple of couple or more than couple of Kurosawa films, and I intend to check out all of Kurosawa's filmography. Mm. Uh, that being said, mm. uh, anyone has any other opinions about Tokyo Story? Yeah, I'm. 
फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल द रिलेशनशिप इन फैमिली इन वेस्टर्न सोसाइटीज एंड इन इंडिया आर क्वाइट डिफरेंट आई बट इन इंडिया एंड जापान देर स्लाइडिंग स्पीकिंग हिंदी और मलयालम और समथिंग I mean, it, it was so. It, it feels so Indian, despite being so, from such a different culture. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, the neighbor, from the neighbors and neighbors in the village coming into, oh, how are you? Where's, where's your child? He's going to, you mm-hmm. know, making that kind of chit chat, and you know, meetings in the city, how people view each other, and how people kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, the even the expression that we often un- subconsciously wear in front of, you know, uh, mid distant relatives. like our grandfathers kind of we keep smiling when we meet them mm-hmm. even that has been like so organically brought by the actors in the film mm-hmm. i mean it's quite different from the acting you'd see in kurosawa films i must say this was far more um, realistic Hmm. Kurosawa is the Kurosawa's actors in there yeah they dramatize a lot hmm. it's more because it's because uh, you know it's more of a feature of the you know local theater and the actors were mostly stage actors in for Kurosawa hmm. so so they just stuck with the form of acting they know uh, they were most comfortable and familiar with okay, okay. Uh, see stanislavski's yeah. method acting principles hadn't yet Bre- uh, like breached into Japanese theater. Uh, yeah, now we are going into two keynote, uh, two yeah. keynote oh, an area. Okay, and we'll save that for some other time. So hush. Back to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Ozu's films have that simplest, simplistic filmmaking style, and uh, yeah, his films focus on relationships and capturing the cinematic quality of everyday life. And I believe a lot of Japanese filmmakers do that. So although, although je. <laughs> Although the movies now are uh, quite uh, dynamic and the visual styles have changed, um, and they usually add a bit of sci-fi element in it, uh, but at the end the underlying themes are same that are relationships. Uh, for example, uh, uh, there's a film called Mirai no Mirai. Have you guys seen? It? Mirai no Mirai is that anime? Yeah, anime. Mirai it's no called Mirai. Mirai in English uh, in uh, uh, worldwide yeah. release. It's, it's Mirai of the future. Mirai means future. Okay. Yeah. So it's a film about a boy, a uh, young boy, and how he copes with a new member in his family, that is his newborn sister. So uh, I mean, yes, it's about relationships, sort of. And uh, the sci-fi element is he goes to his backyard and imagines things, and he goes to sort of a new world and. they are inter- interacts with his sister from future and how they bond together so uh, i mean anything also anything from ghibli studios any anime from studio ghibli studio ghibli no i've ghibli. never ghibli. never ghibli. been oh, an ghibli. anime I guy i mean i've Not watched a- very few animes i mean i've watched like akira spirited mm-hmm. away and yeah But Spirited Away, I think Studio Ghibli, right? Spir- uh, yeah, yeah, Spirited yeah, yeah, Away. Oh, also. okay. By Miyazaki, yeah. Ghibli. Same company. Miyazaki. Yeah. Uh, Miyazaki. Yeah. Studio yeah. Ghibli is doing some great work always. Yeah. So basically, anything by Miyazaki, uh, Shinkai, Ozu, uh, these things revolve around everyday life, and they add a sci-fi element to it to make it more uh, to make to generate new stories. Hmm. Uh, but the underlying themes are same, and uh, they come under the. Um, you call it the shomen geki or gendai geki genre i guess i mean shomen geki is like they have a particular name for the genre shomen geki that revolves around everyday life so that's pretty much it okay so mirai talking about uh, relationships tokyo story talking about relationships 
family relationships but there is not only family at home there are also friends hmm. so my next film is about one of the friendships i really like uh it's chucky and will from goodwill hunting goodwill oh, hunting. oh yeah goodwill hunting i mean robin williams goodwill hunting is, is a, a film about a boy who is uh, who grew up on the wrong side of the tracks as we say and is a mathematical genius but has a lot of emotional issues he he has emotionally sealed himself off because of all of the pain he has and he gets help from a psychiatrist or psychologist i'm not sure what uh, was the difference here a therapist i you can say mm. played by robin williams this film was rest the, in peace uh, rest mm. in peace he was a great guy so this film was the writing debut of mad damon and ben affleck their off screen friendship translated into the on screen friendship and won them an oscar for best screen writing oh also robin williams won a uh, acting no I, I had no idea uh, in mad damon wrote the film yeah, mad damon and ben affleck, ben affleck. Ben affleck. oh wow and uh, they, as a matter of fact uh, after 22 years of goodwill hunting their second writing collaboration is coming next year it's called the last duel we'll talk about it in some future time, podcast last the last duel last duel it's coming out it's, this it's year it's coming out this year 2020 20 yeah so it's about friendship there's a scene all the scenes where they to talk uh, the friendship that is displayed between the two makes me remind of my own friends my own good friends how friends stick out for each other what friends do for each other it is not Or not only about that friends uh, do help each other or stick out for each other when f- as the way we want sometimes they'll stand in front of you and say and you have to do something that you do not want to do because that's good for you that's what chucky says that if you will be here 20 years from now uh, you'll be d- doing a disservice to you and to me and to every one of us so uh, when are you done with those meetings Like the week after I'm 21. Yeah, they're gonna hook you up with a job or what? Yeah, fucking sit in a room and do long division for the next 50 years. Yeah, probably make some nice bank though. Gonna be a fucking lab rat. Better than this shit. Way out of here. I want a way out of here for. I mean, I'm gonna fucking live here the rest of my life. You know, be neighbors. You know, we'll have little kids. Fucking take them a little league together up Foley Field. Look, you're my best friend, so don't take this the wrong way. In 20 years, if you're still living here, coming over to my house to watch the Patriots game, still working construction, I'll fucking kill you. That's not a threat. What? That's a fact. I'll fucking kill you. What the fuck are you talking about? Look, you got something none of us. Oh, come on. Why, why is it always this? I mean, I fucking owe it to myself to do this or that. What if I don't no, want to? No, no, no. Well, fuck you. You don't owe it to yourself. You owe it to me. Cause tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and I'll be 50, and I'll still be doing this shit. That's all right. That's fine. I mean, you're sitting on a winning lottery ticket. You're too much of a pussy to cash it in. And that's bullshit. Cause I'd do fucking anything to have what you got. So would any of these fucking guys. It'd be an insult to us if you're still here in 20 years. Hanging around here is a fucking waste of your time. You don't know that. I don't. No, you don't know. Oh, no, I don't know that. Let me tell you what I do know. Every day I come by your house and I pick you up. And we go out, we have a few drinks and a few laughs, and it's great. 
You know what the best part of my day is? For about 10 seconds from when I pull up to the curb when I get to your door. Because I think maybe I'll get up there and I'll knock on the door and you won't be there. No goodbye, no see you later, no nothing. I'm just left. I don't know much, but I know that. And when Robin Williams says to Will that it's not your fault, it's not your fault, all of us have a tendency, you know, of taking some sort of guilt around with us and wherever we go. That might have been created because something we did we thought was morally reprehensible or small things. We didn't call our family back. Maybe that also piles up to a large amount of guilt. And whatever happens in our life... Uh, we think that we are a bad person or we are doing something bad and that sort of guilt can eat you hmm. so it is an emotional release for me every time I watch that film and Robin Williams says the it's not your fault it's not your fault and I live happy to see another day wow <laughs> so Robin Williams some, is a great someone here really Robin likes uh, goodwill hunting See this? Holy shit. This is not your fault. Look at me, son. It's not your fault. I know. It's not your fault. I know. No, no, you don't. It's not your fault. Hmm? I know. It's not your fault. Right? It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Don't fuck with me. It's not your fault. Don't fuck with me, all right? Don't fuck with me, Sean. Not you. It's not your fault. Gautam, your second pick. My second pick would be um, Richard Linklater's Boyhood. Oh. It might be too Boyhood. simple a pick. But yeah, I really enjoyed the film and for the fact that they put in 14-15 years dedicated just to making that film. And hats off to all of the people who have worked in it. Is anybody else in love with Patricia Arquette? She is Haan, so Patricia amazing. Uh, from starting from true romance to boyhood to uh, uh, escape at Denamora, she is so good. I've only seen time. two of her films. 
लॉस्ट है वे डेविड लिंच का एंड दिस वन बॉयहुड शी वाज वंडरफुल इन बोथ मैन्स एंड मे बी द मिनी सीरीज कॉल्ड एस्केप पे डनमोरा ओके लेट्स टॉक अबाउट बॉयहुड बॉयहुड इट्स मोस्टली अबाउट कनेक्टिंग टू दिस होल जर्नी दैट दिस बॉय हैज थ्रूआउट इज 14 this for from from when we when he was uh 5 years old to when he gets into college so it's a long period and you follow this real character in real time with his family with his whole social background changing in this course of 14 years and it actually gives me a kind of parallel to what most of <coughs> we go through every day of your life right from when we were when we were a child and till now a lot of the, things have changed and there is a child like wonder and that adolescent fear and everything is there in boyhood yeah huh. that is something somehow he captured adolescence it's not like capturing someone's adolescence richard linklater somehow through that film captured how adolescence feels hmm and it was through and the whole thing was narrated in this like really <coughs> raw manner he actually didn't put any kind of show into it none at all like he just got into the really basic stuff really simple things that we do in our life and just put it in screen yeah some Literature might say it's a gimmick but i think it's great no, it's not a gimmick it's it was having a gimmick if the film was not good but it's so good so it compensates mm. for whatever gimmick you want to might say it has richard linklater is so good at capturing real feelings like before sunset is the most romantic film i'll ever see i believe that i'm not saying i've ever seen i think i might be saying i'll ever see i have <laughs> never seen something more romantic than richard uh, sorry before sunset uh, before sunset i am yet to see that film it's on my watch list hmm. So anyone has any thoughts about boyhood otherwise we can move on to <coughs> Alan <coughs> your third pick <coughs> Well my third pick would be well I would you know I'd right away recommend a director who makes like whose every film is a home film Wes Anderson I mean hmm. uh, come on I mean is there any other director you would associate that warm feeling with Yeah there's it, I mean there's this playfulness and childishness the colors And the, yeah Sunrise the colors Kingdom is, Right Kingdom touch my heart touch my heart Sun Moonrise Kingdom, Moonrise Kingdom. Kingdom. sorry what am I saying Moonrise, Moonrise Kingdom, Kingdom. such touch my heart fantastic Mr Fox Yeah fantastic Mr Fox is a beautiful um what animation animated film and um it is the it is it it is the definition of a home film but that's not my pick and i mean there is another film called the royal tenen bombs i love the royal tenen bombs although it has some weird stuff in it yeah <laughs> it does have a but that's that's it right i mean it, despite being such a weird and unconventional family in it uh, it's still such a something we can all relate to i mean just the twisty the i mean it's the kind of twisty craziness we see in our family members i mean there's a lot of stuff we know about our family members that others don't and stuff that we intern we internally make jokes about and all moonrise kingdom is a film Uh, that uh, like puts uh, holds a toast to that all that 
Emily goes on a journey where she tries to reform herself by finding true love I guess and uh, she also uh, makes lives of people around her better during her journey and I guess that's pretty much it and you have to watch the movie to experience it I mean um, it's not the story that is uh, so uh, good about it but it's just the warm feeling attached with the movie I guess and if if you guys have something to add about it anyone have anything to add about amli but only thing yeah. i care that this film is sweeter than candy yeah, yeah. well i mean that's the point of of the discussion we are doing chaasti jaisi film hai ekdam well yeah it's i mean i i mean i forgot the name of the actress who was it yeah something something like that. i haven't seen her anywhere else down in the code but Oh, she was yeah, Davinci Code. Okay, yeah. okay. Who saw Why did you say that? Who, the, who saw Davinci Code? Some unfortunate <laughs> souls did. I saw yeah. for her. <laughs> I mean, okay, she's cute. Oh, Harsh has a crush. Which one? No, we are not little girls. Oh, not that little girls. <laughs> okay, that was very sexist. I'm really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Nikhil Mamnani is It's really sexist. sorry. Nikhil Mamnani. Okay, that came out wrong. Okay, <laughs> now let's talk about my pick. Although we are talking about films, I'd like to pick, uh, in, you know, Gusau or TV pick here, huh. because whenever I am feeling down, I always turn on this show. It's on Amazon Prime. You can see it. It's called Parks and Recreation. <laughs> It's the main thing I hate about sitcoms is that they are always mean spirited and are about people who are basically assholes. usually mm-hmm. all, all I mean, it's a There's dysfunctional a, people are easier yeah, to write na but hmm. parks and recreation is about good people doing good things and the, all the comedy is whole hearted and it comes out from a 
you know good place of heart it's a comedy by mike shur who later went on uh, to do uh, the good place and brooklyn 99 it's like the opposite of it's always sunny in philadelphia right oh <laughs> yeah it's always sunny in philadelphia like the opposite so brooklyn 99 and uh, the good place are also very warm hearted comedies but i love parks and recreation the most oh. it has one of it has some of the most funny improv moments ever like there is a line here yeah. uh, there is a dialogue <laughs> Uh, in which uh, she's sick. Uh, one of the character is sick. So Chris Pratt yeah, is Chris playing Pratt, Andy. Yeah. He says that I put your symptoms into the computer, and it's saying that you have network network connectivity issues. You have network connectivity problems. What? समझ में नहीं आया क्या आपको? नहीं. She's sick, so he puts in symptoms. Like uh, Google में सिम्प्ट मतलब सर्च करता है वो सिम्प्टम्स. But oh, अच्छा 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 Google में सर्च कर रहा था. You have network connectivity problems. And it's one of the funniest scenes that you ever see. Funny, funniest improv in this show. It was an improv. Yeah. Yeah, it was improv. I mean, lot of the content of the TV series is improv. Improv. And मतलब एक इंटरव्यू में ऐसा सुना था. Like वो एक्ट्रेस को शूट के एंड में टेन मिनट्स ऐसे देते थे. कि जो भी करना है करो एंड कुछ उसमें अच्छा लगा तो लाइक देर वॉज अ सीन वेयर है ना क्रिस पैट जो कैरेक्टर है ही हैड टू बी सीन नेकेड एंड फॉर सरप्राइजिंग एमी पोलर ही एक्चुअली बिकेम सो इट वॉज अ शो अबाउट सम गवर्नमेंट एम्प्लॉयज दट वर्क इन दार्क एंड रिक्रेशन डिपार्टमेंट ऑफ स्मॉल टाउन ऑफ पॉनी इंडियाना एंड इट्स अबाउट these government servants actually wanting to do some good good work so that's an escapist fantasy you can say that government people trying to do good for people so it's a similar reason i like the west wing uh, it's about employees in the white house doing they're trying to do good and that's also a good comedy par usme ek character hai ron swanson jo libertarian hai aur wo government ke liye kaam karta hai ha he doesn't believe in government but he works for government government डायरेक्टली What? the show had to find its footing and it was not such uh, it was also mean spirited in its first season and till the middle of second season yeah but ningel how do you feel about writing of the character of mark from the yeah show? that was a really good thing that they did <laughs> he was one of those mean spirited characters so they had they wrote him out but how do you separate what is mean spirited and what's not yeah you can if you see the show you'll understand what i'm saying but at times amy was also mean spirited 
she was spirited, not being uh, they was these but she, uh, she whatever had some they, and whatever she whatever bad, uh, bad they did was because of ignorance and then they come back to right all their wrongs till mm. the end of the episode that's always happens yeah hmm. see when i look at sandfield when i analyze it i know it's mean spirited and thing hmm. but when i watch it when i'm with the characters you kind of relate to it you kind of relate to the situation and hmm. it's you should try it for like you will realize how wholesome it is yeah, like more wholesome it. comedy so what's your pick final pick final pick i would say where is my friend's home by abbas kirstan oh wow e- e- oh, oh man where is my friend's home it's it's the truly the, the truly the warmest film i i can think of right now so uh, this is an iranian film yeah uh, from 90s i think 87 right? 87 87 yeah yeah 1987 uh now when you talk about abbas kiarostami like uh, so this film also that metafeel like you understand yeah yeah I, uh, okay no, the, there is no meta thing in this yeah, but yeah. i mean it's part of a trilogy actually koker trilogy see i mean it wasn't intended that way for uh, koker is the village in which this film is made in but after that a year after i think 2 years after that an earthquake hit koker and completely like devastated it i should say what the film is about then it would make more sense yeah i mean yeah. i am explaining the uh, uh, trilogy so after that kerostami returned and made two more films there which are like uh, kind of have a meta element hmm. i mean go uh, in the next film he goes searching f- uh, uh, life and nothing more he goes uh, searching for the actor in the oh. film in the previous where is my friend's but home but this one doesn't have any meta element no this is yeah, a pure no, film no. and in through the olive trees he tries to recreate a scene from the previous film like the second oh. film so the whole film is only that recreation yeah Okay. So, uh, where is my friend? So, is about a uh, boy, uh, s- primary student. Yeah, primary school student, and uh, he accidentally finds his uh, friend's book with him, and he has to return it that day itself, mm. or he'll get. Or his he'll friend get, will get punished the punished next day the for teacher. not uh, okay. s- uh, doing so the really homework. It's a really simple, very simple movie. It, the yeah. whole film is about the uh, that boy trying to return that book to the other uh, boy. Great. I mean, in I mean the, in this ch- I mean for children like uh, there are these small small things uh, that are uh, small things are really big really things, big, big, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean this film really kind yeah. of. go final of kind of follows this child like the small small things they are presented like big things in the film and there are moments uh, where the child is trying to talk to a elder yeah. older people and Pe- older people elders don't so listen separated from the child and they mostly don't take take himself se- take him seriously and so that part of it really stuck with me like people really even today don't take child so seriously children so okay what was the name again where is where my, is my friend's home abbas kiarostami so <coughs> add that to my watch list as well now i'll give a couple of honorable mention from my side and i'll you, get, you guys have any honorable mentions you can give it to okay. okay i would like to give uh won't you be my neighbor a documentary that came out oh. last year as a very warm and comforting won't film. you it's be my neighbor it's about mr rogers the yeah i heard of fred it. rogers and it's really warm comforting and it, it makes you cry and uske pehle wali kaun si thi same fred rogers ke upar hi 
ब्यूटीफुल देन नेबरहुड इज कमिंग आउट आ चुकी है हां इट हैज कम आउट दैट्स अ फिक्शनल फिल्म बट व्हाट यू मे नेबर इज अ डॉक्यूमेंट्री आल्सो आई वुड लाइक टू टॉकिंग अबाउट द चिल्ड्रन थिंग द स्मॉल थिंग्स आर बिग आई वुड लाइक टू टॉक अबाउट इनसाइड आउट इनसाइड आउट इज सो गुड सो बट आई वी आई डोंट हैव टाइम टू टॉक अबाउट इट मे बी विल डू अ पार्ट 2 इन अ कपल ऑफ मंथ्स हम्म नाइट नाउ यू हैव एनी ऑनरेबल मेंशंस गौतम या आई काइंड ऑफ हैव especially some movies from malayalam that i think you all should watch <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> of course because it's malayalam i kind of feel well there is a problem see uh, uh, the, you can't find any good subtitles yeah. of malayalam films so that's the that's why i don't recommend mal- uh, um, like films from malayalam i mean i can watch Nowadays, it in um, in my own language doing a lot of malayalam Man. movies Like Jelly Cutter, 2018, 2019. Yeah, Jelly Cutter was pretty. Jelly Cutter is not. But you don't. Uh, let's not talk about Jelly Cutter huh? on this podcast. Oh, for Jelly, uh, we do a podcast for weird films later. <laughs> so yeah, what are your honorable mentions? Uh, well, first film, first would be the films of Padmarajan. So Padmarajan is an 80s, 90s Malayalam filmmaker who I can compare with someone like maybe Ozu or something. Hmm. his style and his really really spontaneous approach it took malayalam cinema to a much higher level when like films like tuana tumbiyal and namukubar kan mundiri topal munambakkam munambakkam yeah munambakkam munambakkam is is a really great i mean it's surreal it's it's everything it's, like, it's a bergman like film and hmm. it's rare you get that kind of film from well, its first film. half is ozu um, and its second half is a com- uh, is bergman with a little bit of kind of tarkovsky mixed in it's a, it's a very like cerebral okay, okay. and uh, alan what are your honorable mentions well um, he mentioned a director so i would also <laughs> like keep it to a director uh, ingmar bergman Like he's uh, my favorite. Uh, don't recommend guy. Bergman. Bergman. Why can't Bergman. I recommend Nobody Bergman? Nobody can watch Bergman's entire sin- filmography. Uh, I, you know, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. No, okay, I'm not saying to watch the entire mm-hmm. filmography. Of course, that's not warm and comforting Bergman at all. Bergman has a lot of films. Bergman is mostly depressing. Bergman has a lot of mediocre films too, but yeah, yeah, he does. He does films. <laughs> but you know, uh, I'll recommend just two films of Bergman, who, who which f- fit into the context. Well, first is well, because because Harsh is feeling so happy now. Uh, Autumn Sonata. Ah. <laughs> oh, you've seen Autumn Sonata. the only bagman scene of film i've seen yeah it's a, like you said it's a different take on the mother daughter relationship yeah and and, uh, and also uh, fanny and alexander again it's the most home film yeah. you can get from bergman and harsh what are your honorable mentions uh, so i haven't seen this film seen but so i've movies. seen a pretty uh, fair amount of screen time of this film so little miss sunshine So yeah, Little Miss Sunshine, Little Miss Sunshine, Sunshine. is about half. Little Miss Sunshine reminds me the Meerowitz stories. Both films are about how families are dysfunctional, and uh, have an ending that is sort of, sort of good, sort of happy. You cannot be sure, but it will remind you of your family definitely. Mm. How families are dysfunctional. The Meerowitz stories and uh, Little Miss Sunshine both. Okay, so I think we should end this podcast here. Next week we'll be back, maybe. hopefully uh so keep listening till listening till then and uh, sayonara Pre- yeah the press that like and the subscribe Sudanya. button also okay <laughs> like
I dare you. <laughs> I double dare you. Yeah. I double dare you. Go <laughs> can that will <laughs> be edited out. सो बहुत सारे रैंडम मूवी कोट्स हो गए मूवी कोट ऑफ द डे वर्स देर इज नो प्लेस लाइक होम फ्रॉम विजिट वॉज वॉच विजिट वॉज इफ यू हैव एंड सीन इट ओके गुड बाय 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 दस हजार